This is the Christian Authors Podcast, and I'm your host, Victory. I connect you to real people who have real stories and are willing to share their real life experiences of becoming an author. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I'm so glad to have you join us today. Good day, listeners across the world. My name is Victory, and I still remain your host of the Christian Authors Podcast. So today I have here with me Maurice and Ruth Griffin, and they wrote the book together, Husband and Wife, which I so much love the title of the book. And while I was going through reading, in fact, I learned a lot of things. And it's a privilege to have them join me today on the show. The title of the book they wrote is When Love is Angry. And sincerely, if you are processing mental health and um, depression as a Christian, I'm very sure they have a lot for you to learn. So, Mr. Morris and Miss Ruth Griffith, it's such a delight to have you join us today. Can you please introduce yourself, audience across the world? Yes. Hi, my name is Maurice Griffin. Um, I am the co-author of, of the book, When Love is Angry. I'm a husband, father of four, um, work here. Marriage is, well, a lot of times we talk about the good in marriage, but sometimes marriage is when two people come together, they have, they learn and grow together. And sometimes those areas are bumpy and, and a little turbulent. So as we were going through our turbulence, we just basically realized or actually my wife uh, sat me down one day and just told me that she um, had some issues that she was dealing with and I heard her but I didn't react right so the book jumps off there on the even as a Christian the mistakes I made and I really wrote the book just basically from a standpoint of the, if you find yourself doing these things, you need to stop and pay attention and, and kind of listen to God. Because a lot of things in the book are not really like uh, earth shattering. They're just really simple things you need to do just to maintain your marriage. All right. All right. That's very good. So can I hear from your wife? Absolutely. Yeah. So my name is Ruth Griffin. I am. Uh, we've been married uh, 24 years. Maurice said we have uh, four children. I am an author and a publisher, um, and I am not just a co-author, co-author, but I feel like the subject of the book, When Love is Angry, um, it was our journey through my mental health, uh, mental illness diagnosis, all the things we did wrong, and eventually all the things we did right. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of those things, you know, were contingent upon our faith and our willingness to give up some of the pride and you know the things that we want to hold on to to be able to say okay you know what maybe I need to just be quiet and pray maybe I need to do this instead of doing what I want to do so um yeah and we're we're happy to share our story and just you know help out anyone who is in that situation or may find themselves in a similar situation the the topic you wrote about you guys co-authored together is a very sensitive topic and um, how were you able to deal with sharing such a sensitive story of your life without feeling like you're sharing too much or you're sharing too little or how how did the whole process go like for you that sensitive area 
Yeah, it's very sensitive. While I was reading through, and I was touched in a way like I knew some things I did not know before, and it was very sensitive. But you, you were able to find a balance between your faith in God and also some things you have to do to be able to learn about this situation and know that there is healing possible for you. How were you able to write about this whole process? Started it. That's that's the best way to put. I started started the book. But <laughs> it didn't start out as a book. We were going through it, and as God was speaking to me directly, I started it just simply as um, once I got, as Ruth said, once I got out of my own feelings, God began to talk to me and he began to share things with me about my life and what she was dealing with. And it, it really kind of rocked me to the core. I was like, wow, I've been I've been pretty selfish and this is not fair to her at all. So I wrote it simply. I, it started out really just as a memoir that I wanted to share with my kids like I was thinking as they are adults now and they were becoming adults at that time I was like this is something I was thinking about maybe sharing with them on their marriage day or something so I was like I just want to share something with them so they don't repeat these mistakes and then sometimes on a journey you don't see the end you just know you're supposed to start so I started writing this and then I kept writing and then I was like and I and it's really interesting because in the book, I tell you, I was like, I'm not a writer. My wife is the publisher, author. I'm, I don't care nothing about writing. I was an average, average, you know, English student in school. I was just like, once I got through it, I was good. So totally out of my element. So as I wrote it, I was like, well, maybe this is a book. So I was like, well, just, you know, let me write it. And then I kept writing. And once I got closer to the end, I was like, maybe this is a book that, um, Ruth is supposed to write with me. And at this time, she didn't even know. So I was like, I'm just going to finish my part, God, and just give it to her and see what happens. So I'm just going to do my part. So um, that's how the book basically was birthed. It was birthed out of, you know, I want to leave something for my kids. And then it's supposed to be a book. And then I think we're supposed to co-author it. So that's my end of it. Yes. So when Maurice gave me his manuscript, I was totally surprised and shocked because this was, you know, I've, I've authored several other books. One of them was very personal to me. And I thought, okay, well, eventually I will write about my mental health journey. Um, But I wasn't prepared to do it just then. So when he gave me the book and said, hey, it's your turn. Um, I was shocked and I was not ready for it. And I actually let it sit um, on the shelf for about six months before I finally said, all right, I need to do something with this. And, you know, I, honestly, I was afraid to not to be transparent, but to relive all those emotions again. Memory, yeah. But yeah, so even but even as I started, I found healing in all of that and Mm. now even sharing and knowing that if I can share my story and help someone else you know obviously we're not gonna you know tell all the details but there are certain things that we can share with other people and know that you know what they can find healing in that as well so being transparent wasn't as scary as I thought it was and Mm. it was like I said if we're able to help other people it, it, we're happy to share. So I, I, I can take the word being transparent is not as scary as we thought it should be. So yeah, that's that's very good. All right. So um, in the in the in the book, 
he talked about sometimes when we as Christians, when we face crisis, we go to God ignorantly. I think that was Maurice that talked about that. So what do you have to say about this and how has this revelation changed your life? Like, is it is it good for us to go ignorantly to God, asking him to reveal things to us? Or we should be the one to do the assignment of knowing what is going on with our body or with our health and then asking God for healing. How did you, how were you able to merge the two of them together? I went to God ignorantly, really, because my my focus was when Ruth sat down and told me that she was having mental issues and, and kind of going through depression and, and, and bipolar, my thought was, okay, God's going to fix it. So hmm. we just have to trust, trust and, and believe in him. So he's going to fix it. And the real the real aspect of it was, yeah, God was going to fix it, but he was going to fix it through me, through through me caring and sharing and loving and supporting and a marriage. And, and a lot of times what people people don't understand about marriage and especially a godly marriage you know, on a good day, a marriage is 50 50. But hmm. it's anybody who's married will tell you that that's a good day and those are sometimes few and far between it's 60 40 it's 80 20 sometimes it's 93 7 or 98 2 it's wherever it needs to be and when you love somebody a marriage is really an act of sacrifice it's an act of sacrifice you're saying i love this person so much that i will do whatever it takes to make sure they have the best and be the best marriage is and a lot of times and, and you get benefits with marriage but a lot of times we spend so much time on the benefits and nobody really talks about the real i think one of the things that really helped us and i would even dare say and ruth can correct me if i'm wrong um that i think helped us and saved us is that before we got married we had godly counseling so a couple things that i know even when I, even my mistakes there was a couple things i would do like one of the things i learned in that in that marriage counseling before we got married was to pay attention to your spouse study them kind of figure them out kind of know what makes them mad makes them angry what makes them things and sometimes they don't even know so i think one of those things that helped me uh in those processes was just reading and understanding ruth and even even sometimes when and i get into details of things when i certain things would trigger her emotional outbreaks and I would sometimes see them coming and I didn't react right, but I knew they were coming. So a lot of times what I would do was just back away from that. And I think that helped us. But overall, the thing for me was just the simple things that God would tell me to do that where I made a mistake was just doing them. And that wasn't really, you know, some 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 great thing. Just telling her I love her. You know, I, I, you know, getting up in the morning before I leave, just just showing her some type of affection and know that, you know, I'm leaving, but I'm leaving your husband's leaving with leaving you with with you on his mind. And he loves you. Simple things like that. So those things are in the book. Mm, yeah. Those simple things really, really helped her because when she was sharing her own side of the story, it was those simple things that showed that you really, really loved her. So how were your kids able to process this whole situation and uh, how has it affected their growing up? Because 
seeing their mom like that as at that time i believe they were very young how were they able to process this new phase in your family as at that time um, i'll take that one so they needed to know that mom was not well so we okay. were kind of always okay you know this is what's going on with me you know there's a history of fam- uh, mental health issues in my family so i was always you know okay this is what's going on and i think to some degree that helped them you know obviously they they had to learn how to deal with the um the outbreaks and unfortunately the emotions and things like that and it's not to say that they were unscathed by it but i think that gave them a level of understanding to know okay this is not me mom's going through something that's the first part and i think you know we we can't be afraid to be transparent to our kids so i have no regrets about ever sharing that with them because even now you know they're all adults they they've all you know live on their own when they are having their own emotional crisis or emotional issues they know they have and they know they can come back to me and to us to say hey I'm not doing so well. I know you've been through it. Help me. You know, it, it's I, I feel like even though that was a hard thing to go through, it, it enabled them to understand that there is help for them. You know, they've been able to see the difference from when they were growing up to how I am now to how we are now as husband and wife and it's enabled them to, you know, to have you know and i hate to be cheesy about it but to have marriage goals to understand that there is help when they're not feeling at their best so mm. i think it, it's it's been an overall blessing that's good how has the people around you accepted when when they were reading the story um, of what you guys wrote about in your marriage like some people um maybe they've visualize the marriage to be very perfect and they did not know when you were going through the stormy days and now that you've published the book how has been the reception of people concerning the book honestly i know it's going to sound um cliche we did i didn't expect it but yeah. a lot of people sound like you where they say i read the book and it it, it 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 even opened up some things with me and i'm hearing that across the board i, I mean I, i have some of even the elders in my family had said you know i read your book and and me and one of one like one of my uncles said to me he yeah. said i read the book and me and me and my um my my girlfriend have had sat down and had some serious conversations and it's really been I, i've been kind of shocked myself um i've only had one person kind of give me kind of uh a, dare i say a negative feedback and i'm just like and you know it's just when you do stuff like when i shared the book and, and we and it came out as a book i just i just told i really did i shared it with god i said god this is my heart you told me to do this i believe it i said if i just help one person all this is worth it if i can help just one person i'll do it i'll gladly do it all day long so that was my 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 heart and my it still is my heart and my goal um but like i said it, it it's for me personally i've been shocked because people older than us and younger than us and the same ages of us kind of just opened up and say yeah we we you know it's 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 helping us it's even helping us talk more so that's that's kind of what i see The reception has just been um 
great. I mean, most people, uh, I think the mo- the recurring comment that we hear is that people were able to relate to it or to connect to it because they could hear both voices. They could, mm-hmm. you know, they understood my side. They understood Maurice's side. And ultimately it's not about sides, but it's about, you know, one marriage and being able to work together. And I think that's the one thing that most people could connect to. So yeah, I, I think the reception has been good. You will surely have more testimonies from people. Maybe they did not know that they were going through that state in their life. Often I always believe that Christians cannot go through depression. <laughs> like I have this notion. Can you clear my mind about that and the mind of those people that are to be listening? I would like I don't want to believe that a Christian can go through um, depression. Isn't the joy of the Lord always our strength? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, it, it absolutely can be. Um, but we also live in human bodies, you know, yeah. in a fallen world. So. You know, that that is one thing that I struggled with because I grew up in a Pentecostal household. You know, we were told that everything, you know, went to God in prayer, that God would fix it, that we were not like the world. And it just created this mindset in me that depression was um, was not possible for a Christian. You know, if I was depressed, obviously I was doing something wrong. But hmm. the truth of the matter is, you know, depression is it, it, it is an illness. It is a disease. And it is no different than, say, cancer. It's no different than, you know, if I get a virus, it's no different than COVID. You know, obviously the details are different, but it is a disease in the same form. And it can be treated. It can, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get medication for it. You know, you see a doctor for it. You know, see sometimes multiple doctors for it. So, and this is how we have to view it. It doesn't make us any less Christian. It just means that I have a different um, form of, illness than someone else may have and you just may not be able to see it so I know for me and that was part of my journey was learning how to look at this disease learn how to deal with it and learn that God has a way out for me as someone who suffers with a mental illness that I didn't have to remain depressed I didn't have to remain ill but that if I would just listen to what he was telling me um, that I could learn how to control this and learn how to live beyond it. So mm. I have the joy of the Lord now. I know exactly what that means. And, you know, I, I didn't before. And I, I will tell you that it's, it's, it is unspeakable. It is just wonderful. But I would not have known that if I hadn't gone through what I had gone through. So everything, God has used it to prepare you for this present moment right now. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't change it. All right. um, So another question is this, and um, I will direct that to Maurice. How were you able to deal with the frustration that's... That was that was surrounding the family, especially uh, at that phase. And, and what advice will you have for young couples, you know, when challenges arises in their marriages, and how would they be able to um, deal with the frustration that comes with, with maybe the health challenge of their spouse, or it might be financially in any area? How were you able to deal with that, those frustrations that were coming? The the way I dealt with it, honestly, is I kept talking to God. I would literally. <laughs> Um, in my job, I do a lot of driving. So I'm driving around the area that I live in and I spend a lot of time in the car. And um, luckily in this day and age, we have like Bluetooth and everything can connect to your cars. But 
my Bluetooth would don't I guess my Bluetooth was to heaven because I would just literally be in my car talking like we're talking now to God. Yes. A lot of it was complaining sessions, and 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 finally God, I think God got fed up with me, and I said in the book, and He replied, and when He replied, it kind of broke 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 it open, and kind of started me down the journey looking at it from Ruth's point of view. But the frustration was I just kept talking to God. And that was mm-hmm. the thing. And sometimes you just have to uh, keep in that keep in that vein of, of that's what got me through talking to God. And is, is, you know, you just have to talk to him and you have to understand marriage and love. And, and sometimes people say, and, and this is kind of one of my cliches I say now, which some may not agree with it, but it says, uh, I know over here. In our country, is is love, love, uh, love doesn't hurt. I beg to differ because when mm. you love someone, mm. you even sometimes they don't know. And, and I'm sure there, there's been times that I've done something or said something, and Ruth was hurt, and she'll come back and tell me, and I'm sitting there scratching my head, and I was like, I said, I don't even remember saying that. But <laughs> when you love someone, it sometimes hurt hurts because sometimes we do something either unintentionally or intentionally because we're vulnerable to that person and love takes blows and sometimes you got to learn how to take the blow and keep on loving because if we look at it from a christian standpoint marriage is about christ it reflects god and that's what god did as a christian on calvary he took he loved us so much that he took the blow unto death and if you are in a marriage, you're going to have to, and marriage is about reflecting God. Guess what? You There's going to be some blows you're going to have to take. And you're going to have to keep on loving. And you're going to have to love through your frustration. And you're going to have to love through your tears. You're going to have to love through your scars. You just have to learn to love that person. And that's the true um, true meaning of it. So that's how you grow through those things, you know. Um, and that's what I hope this book sees is just like, you know, you seen two people walk through it. So when you're in that, and sometimes it's just, if you know you're not the only one walking through it, sometimes that's just the little glimmer of light that you see. You say, well, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. And if I just keep going, it will get better. So mm-hmm. hopefully you see that in the book. You can go from the book. He said, life is a journey and God is showing you things along the way. So yeah. before that, as long as it's showing you those things, it's going to carry you through. Are there any future plans of maybe writing on that book together? Or this is all we should expect. <laughs> or are there any future plans of writing on that book together, like co-authoring books together? Um, I, don't, I don't know if we have, we're going to be authoring any more books together. Um, I know we are working on our own respective books beyond this um so we we definitely have more in us we'll we'll, we'll wait to see if we have anything more in us together because i would love to read something like that like this has been a Mm -hmm. blessing to me personally to me it has been a blessing i was i was able to see things in a new perspective like it has been a blessing so i hope and listeners that are listening across the world how can they get your book and how can they connect with you so our books are uh the book is available on amazon barnes and noble online all of those anywhere you can purchase books online you can order them from there um you can also go to my website ruth e griffin g-r-i-f-f-i-n um dot com and you can find a listing of it there um and you can find us on social media uh facebook instagram um author ruth e griffin or ruth e griffin 
um, on either respective site, Maurice? Yes. The book is called When Love is Angry by Maurice and Ruth Griffin. Um, mm -hmm. You can find me on uh all the social medias as well. Maurice, M-A-U-R-I-C-E, uh, Griffin on Facebook, uh, of Instagram official Jenna's J-E-J-E-N-A-S-B-B-Q. I also have another business there and that's where I'm, I'm at there. And that's where you can find me and email Jenna's J-E-N-A-S-B-B-Q at yahoo.com. You can reach out there so you can definitely get it there. So that's how you can find us. You know, like I Oh, and love is angry. All right. I will surely add the link also to the podcast notes. So um, thank you so much for sharing your story, your healing process with you. I believe things has, has been better ever since the writing of this book. Like there has been an increase in the relationship and every yes. other thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I expect you for sharing such a lot. And uh, to listeners out there, if you are dealing with depression or there are emotions that you cannot just label, is go and pick this book for couples go and pick this book for intending couples go and pick this book <laughs> because it's surely loaded it's such an honor to have you join me this episode thank you so much for sharing your story to the world and spreading the gospel of christ through written works i really really appreciate you for tuning in today thank you so so much thank you thank you thank you If you enjoyed today's episode, please do well to like, share, and also subscribe on the platform you are listening to now. It's going to give me such great joy to know that you have enjoyed listening to the conversation with the guest author. Till another time, I remain your host, Victory. For further inquiries, you can send me an email at the Christian Authors Podcast at gmail.com also you can visit my website at podcast.achiva.com every relevant link will be included in the description thank you so much for tuning in and have a lovely day bye <music>